Hello, Pete. Hello, Jen. So strange. I feel like I've been here before. <laughs> what do you mean? Like 200 times? Yes, like deja vu. But today I actually wanted to talk to you about the reverse of this phenomenon. I'd like to discuss Vujade. Did you say Vujade? <laughs> <laughs> Deed I did, my friend. Deed I did. This sounds like something you've either made up or read, and now we're going to have a bunch of fun talking about it. <laughs> this is the long and the short of it. Maybe ironically, maybe not ironically, I didn't even remember this term, Vujade. <laughs> Until yesterday, I was searching for something else on my computer, and then something I wrote on February 4th, 2018 popped up. Whoa. I guess there was a word that I was searching that was in this particular thing I wrote. So here it is. February 4th, 2018. I just heard the term vujade for the first time. It is a slang term that essentially means the opposite of deja vu. If deja vu is knowing you are experiencing something for the first time, but feeling that you've done this before, vujade is knowing that you have done this many, many times before, but feeling that this is the very first time. I absolutely love this. What a great way to describe the moments in which we innovate and create new ideas. This is what we are striving for in our auditions, in rehearsal, and on stage. Whoa. And then I put a link to a book called The Vujade Moment, Shift from Average to Brilliant by Simon T. Bailey. Wow. Now, I had completely forgotten about this, but when I saw it yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, I now, ironically, remember hearing this and thinking, what an amazing concept to strive for this made-up term, vujade, mm. when you're doing something you've done so many times before to look for the ways to make it feel like it's the first time. Aha. Uh -huh. I like this. So thank you, past Jen, four years ago, Jen. <laughs> so you're, just for me to try and understand what you just said, you're suggesting it could be a good thing for us to harness because it allows us to show up with fresh eyes, even though it's something we've done many times before. Is that right? That is exactly right. Now, hmm. I feel like our listeners know this about me, but maybe it's worth sharing that I've done a couple long-running Broadway shows. And when I was doing those shows, mm. like Wicked, for example, I performed that show over a thousand times. <laughs> wow. The same show a thousand times. Yeah. Exactly. And wow. a question I get all the time at panels and talkbacks is, you know, how do you keep performances fresh? And I think Vujade right. <laughs> is the answer. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now it's starting to make sense because that's the thing that baffles me and I know many others, what you would call muggles, those that aren't in <laughs> the performing world, that you can consistently show up every single day, like what, six or seven times a week, or is it eight times eight a week? Eight times, eight times a week. Pete. Eight times a week in the same role, saying the same lines, singing the same songs, performing the same acts. Like that is 
Oh, that's mind-blowing. So, I think, yeah, I feel like this term was invented for performers right? or actors. Well, I think anyone who has some element of their work that is repeated, you know, you do your keynotes over and over and over again. True. And, of course, it's new every time because the audience is new every time. And I know just from hearing you talk about it, that you change pieces out and you add stories and you take away stories. That's how you practice Vujade. Ah, interesting. I was going to ask, am I avoiding Vujade or am I practicing Vujade in that sense? Because you're right, I have certain topics that I'm often asked to come and speak about to audiences and I intentionally change stories or components or having Q&A allows for it to always be fresh for me so I don't feel like I'm saying the exact same thing over and over and over and over again. I'm saying the same thing, but through a different story or through a different answer to a different question I've received. So, that is, huh, that is Vujade. What a fun word, Vujade or phrase. Right. Now, to be completely fair and transparent, I flagged the link to this book that I said I was going to buy, and then I never bought it. So, this is my <laughs> interpretation of something I wrote down four years ago, but I did go ahead and buy the book last night. So maybe we'll do a follow-up episode where we determine if this conversation is actually accurate to the author's intentions. Yes. But my guess is that Vujade, when practiced well, is practiced taking into account the context. So for you, with your keynotes, it makes a lot of sense that when you're doing the same content over and over again, you would add and subtract things and do it differently. When I'm doing Wicked a thousand times, I have to be standing in the same place every night saying the same words at the exact same moment because mm. everyone else on stage and everyone who has worked on the design elements and our stage managers and our technicians, everyone is expecting that. So if I went out on stage and changed out a line, it would ruin the show. So mm. it depends on the context, I guess, of what you're actually working with, what freedom looks like within the Vujade world. Freedom within the container. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It feels like a great way to summarize leadership in a way too, right? Like a leader often provides the container whether that be the vision, the strategy, the goals, or the direction of where we're heading. And then within the container, I think a good leader allows the people that they're leading to innovate slash make up whatever they want or approach the situation in whatever way they choose within the confines of that container, if that makes sense. It does. And I know that we've said many times that like the last dying gasp of an organization <laughs> or of innovation is, this is the way we've always done it. Right. And so it seems like practicing or committing to Vujade is the antithesis of this is the way we've always done it. Because if you are doing things that you have done before, mm -hmm. this mindset, I think, allows you to ask, how might we do this thing that we've done so many times before, like the annual meeting or the offsite or 360s or onboarding new employees or whatever it might be? How can we treat it as if it's the first time and find the newness in it? Mm. Okay. Okay. Yes. I follow. I follow. So recently, 
we did an episode about forks in the road mm-hmm. and we talked about how do you decide which path to take if they both end up in the same place or achieving the same goal or both are in alignment with your values. And I feel like there's a rhyme, I guess, between what you just said and that idea, which is the way that we do things around here in running an annual meeting, for example, we're not saying, Vujade is not saying don't run the annual meeting. It's saying if the goal is to run an annual meeting and update your shareholders or update your employees about the status of the company, Vujade would say, how do you make that fresh? How do you find a different path to deliver on the same outcome? Do mm-hmm. you think? Am I right? Again, we, we haven't read the book. So I mean, we think so. <laughs> listeners, if you know anything else about Vijade, please email us at hello at the log on the short podcast.com. This is also making me think about a class I teach called Studio Workshop, where basically Vujade is the foundation of the entire class that I'm trying to help artists act more impulsively on material that they know. And in fact, we have one exercise that I call the Steve Pasek. Steve is one of our teachers at the studio and one of my longest and dearest friends. And the instructions when I assign someone the Steve Pasek is, go ahead and do it again as you've never done it before. Meaning, know you've done it many times before. That is in your experience with this material. Now go out of your way to do it as you've never done it before. If you started in the center, start upstage right. If you're always Mm -hmm. facing downstage, face upstage. If you're Mm -hmm. singing this line forte or loudly, go ahead and sing it softly. So we just intentionally change things, not because we're going to keep everything that we change it to, but because it allows for discovery and innovation. And then we keep what we find that we like or that is useful and we let go of the rest. Oh, I love that. It also strikes me as something that is good for your brain in that it's creating new neural pathways that you haven't previously discovered or explored. Like there's a, there was a show on TV here in Australia called Train Your Brain, I think it was, and they mm-hmm. did a bunch of different experiments or, or raised a bunch of different quirky ideas for how we might improve our cognitive function. I'll find it and pop it in the box of goodies. And one of the things they talk about is If you are someone who commutes to an office every day or goes to the gym every day, find a different way to go there. So, Mm -hmm. travel down a different path or a different street or take a left turn when you usually take a right turn and then go around the block. Go a different way every time and that's a really good way to enhance your cognitive function to develop new neural pathways because you're seeing different things literally and you're interpreting those in new ways, which- Yeah, I think is what you just described too. Hmm. Yeah, it's getting me thinking I want like a whole Vujade catalog or backpack of ideas that when you feel you're like in that rut of doing things the same way over and over again, that you would be able to pull out a tool and be like, oh, I can use this to create a little more Vujade. Like for example, when I have clients who are in long running shows, and they tell me that they're struggling with keeping things fresh, I like to give them a book as a gift. I usually give Mm. the same book every time. And I just encourage them before you go on stage tomorrow, randomly open 
It's a book on acting, P.S. So it has mm. to do with what they're about to go out on stage and do. I say open to a random page, read a couple sentences, and then figure out how to incorporate those sentences into your performance the next night. So huh. it gives you a chance to continue to work on your craft, improve your skills, push yourself, and mm. do your job at the same time. Right. So I feel like what I hear is... That to practice vujade, gosh, it's fun to say, vujade. Isn't it? <laughs> to practice vujade, let me just say it one more time, is requiring a growth mindset. That what we're suggesting is if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, one way to think about that might be with a fixed mindset, which is, well, I know how to do this, so I'm just going to do it the exact same time every single time. And I'm not even going to think about it. I'm not even going to challenge myself. I don't think there's anything else for me to learn here, so I just regurgitate what I already know. Versus perhaps a growth mindset, which is thinking through the lens of, okay, so I've done this before, but I know that there's always something else for me to learn. There's always something else for me to try. There's always something else for me to experiment with, still in pursuit of the same thing, but I'm recognizing that it's never done. It's never mm -hmm. perfected. It's never complete. Like to me, that is, you know, we talk a lot about the real skills of leadership and creating change like empathy or humility or curiosity. That to me is a great example of having to practice a skill over and over and over again without a destination mm -hmm. or an endpoint. And so I wonder if if that is relevant too, right? It's like in order to practice a vujade, I just wanted to say it one more time. We, <laughs> we need a, a growth mindset and a recognition that there is no endpoint. I guess what I'm saying is, well, what I'm reminding myself of is the infinite game that yeah. Simon Sinek has talked about and and a few others. It's also making me think about Vujade in the context of personal relationships. Oh. Like you're, I'm pretty sure you said the word fiance on this podcast at some point. So it's out yeah. there that you at some point in the future are going to be getting married. Congratulations. Thank you. And I think that means that you're committing to for the rest of your life going to bed next to and waking up next to the same person every what? single day over and over and over and over again. You make it sound so appealing. <laughs> hey, I've been doing it for 20 years and <laughs> I like it. I like it. I highly recommend. Um, but I'm thinking if you apply the practice of vujade to something mm. as mundane as going to bed and waking up or making the coffee or sitting next to each other on the couch or whatever it is, that it could really add layers of enjoyment to personal relationships. Wow. Okay, so you just reminded me of one of my favorite YouTube videos slash commencement speeches slash books. Oh. That I've ever heard of, and I've ever consumed, and I've ever read and watched all of the formats. <laughs> so, David Foster Wallace, who was, a, I believe, a famous writer, who did this incredible commencement speech, and it got turned into this like animated video. And it was the video is titled This Is Water. And I'll definitely put this in the box of goodies. And then someone turned the transcript into a book, a little book that you can reread the speech. And it's, I don't know, it's had millions and millions and millions of views, such as its profound wisdom. But the ultimate, I don't want to give away too much. I mean, the punchline is kind of, 
he tees it up in the first minute, which is there's a fish that swims past another fish and says, hey, boys, how's the water? And keeps swimming. And the fish turns to his friend and says, what the hell is water? And <laughs> the idea is that the things around us that we are surrounded by, the mundane things that we take for granted or are confronted with every single day, either we forget, we fail to appreciate, we don't remind ourselves that that is something that is amazing and unique and incredible. And we ultimately, what I think I'm saying is we fail to practice Vujade in these moments. And then he goes on to talk about, again, you have to just watch the YouTube video. He goes on to talk about, you know, those days where you get home from work, you haven't got anything in the cupboard, you drive to the supermarket and it's that mundane ritual of going through the grocery aisle, waiting in line and just like how on one hand you could choose to buy into how tedious and painful and boring and how much drudgery is involved Mm -hmm. in that. Or you can choose to think differently and choose to, what I think, practice Vujade and look for the remarkable, look for the gift, look for the opportunity within that drudgery, if that makes sense. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm loving this so much. I'm so interested, listeners, especially those of you who have been with us for the near 200 episodes of us starting the podcast. (laughs) Hey, Pete. Hey, Jen. 200 (laughs) times in a row. No, I'm just so interested if there are listeners out there who know about this concept already or if this has sparked something in you. I'm so interested to hear what it is bringing up. And Pete mentioned it earlier, but you can reach out to us at hello at the long and the short podcast.com to tell us about your Vuja Day moments. Yeah, we would love to. Love to hear from you. And I'm I'm wondering, Jen, you said you joked about like the hey Pete, hey Jen yeah. that we do every <laughs> single episode. And in like some weird meta way, my brain is trying to work out, is that a moment of Vujade where we start with the same intro, we have the same constraint or container on our podcast, which is mm-hmm. let's talk about one thing for 20 minutes. And sometimes we talk about similar topics, but we always try and approach it with fresh eyes, fresh perspectives, fresh insights, fresh questions that may be helpful for ourselves, but also for the listeners. Yes. I mean, the more I think about it, it feels like a resounding yes, that after 200, nearly 200 episodes of signing on, having a conversation, and signing off that you and I, without even knowing it, have committed, <laughs> at least within this relationship, to practicing Vujade. And that is the... Actually, I want to say it one more time. Vujade. <laughs> and that is the long and the short of it.